folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports. And I'll use my computer and just go in here. And I'm going to check. Okay. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are. Was that Cole Campbell I heard in the background there? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. That was, and it's playing through a weird speaker there. So I don't even know what to tell you. Welcome to two to make his way onto most of our uh, programming at some point. So look, I look forward to Cole Campbell. It'll be around. It'll be around. Dylan, KJ, how we doing? Man, I'm just taking in this uh, volleyball semi semifinal over here. Texas versus San Diego. Emphasis uh, on semi. Good. They're pretty good, dude. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Jermaine O'Neal's uh, Jermaine O'Neal's daughter uh, plays for Texas. By the way, ooh, long rumor to be a mask. Yeah, she uh, she's pretty good. Jermaine, not uh, his daughter. Malice at the Palace right. uh, participant. Um, sure was yeah. one of one of the uh, most devastating basketball fight punches you'll ever see thrown. That if that connected. <laughs> Lord, that would have been a that would have been some manslaughter. I have to say, Lord, Lord carry him now to keep the Mavericks tie in there. Um, yeah, I I, I want to acknowledge uh, the volleyball tournament as I was keeping track, hoping that the uh, Wisconsin Badgers volleyball team was going to be present. They lost, I believe, in the quarterfinals. Tremendous volleyball team. I think they're ranked number one. I think they lost to maybe Virginia. Could have that wrong, um, but I'll have to catch a match next year. We talk all the sports here, man. Boom. That's all segment. Book it. These guys are crazy. <laughs> um, we got a big show. We've got a special guest that we'll introduce shortly. But before we do, do y'all mind if I talk about our good friends at DraftKings? I would enjoy sure that. Yeah. The weather's cooler, the days are shorter, and it's the holiday season, which means spending time with friends and family. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, today's video sponsor and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You've got plenty to keep you and your company entertained. New customers who sign up for DraftKings using our promo code WASHED and bet at least $5 on any pregame money line football wager will get an additional $150 in free bets if their bet wins. You heard that right. All new customers who bet at least $5 on any pregame money line bet will get an additional $150 in free bets if their bet wins. Plus, with same-game parlays, you can combine multiple bets from the same game to give yourself a shot at even bigger winnings. For those in a state where sports betting is not yet available, don't forget about DraftKings Daily Fantasy, where they've been innovating even more ways to win some cash throughout the season. DraftKings has been around for a while, so you know your funds are safe and can be withdrawn whenever, wherever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use promo code WASHED and receive $150 in free bets if their bet hits after placing a $5 pregame football wager. That's promo code WASHED only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, man. It's so cool. I don't have to read the copy anymore, and that's just all off the dome. Hey, real quick, which which Trump trading car are you guys copying? I believe I'm going with the uh, off-white uh, Trump. I'm going to I'm gonna come. I think that's what it says whenever yeah. you open the NFT. Uh, that's that's, that's what I'm rolling with. Huh? Do NFTs do NFTs do sound? I don't know. I'm 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 not the Wash Media personality who bought a Serge Ibaka NFT. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the whistle, the ref whistle, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
checking him into the game, just the horn, him just drying his feet off off the bench. Uh, it's, him, it's him checking in to, <laughs> to use up some fouls. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I like the one of him in a, him like dove hunting or whatever he's doing, seemingly. Uh, Is that real? I don't know. No. I just saw that one. I don't okay. think it's real. <laughs> just saw that for the first time. And I'm, I'm just thinking, there's please be real, but there's no way it is. Um, I, it's incredible. I'll say this. He does have one that's not that different from Troy Aikman's like uh, early 90s Troy Aikman in a duster, like looking like a badass uh, photo. And I'm like, you know, you got to think this whole entire thing's a response to the the recent polls with DeSantis. Like DeSantis then got trading cards. Like unless he comes out with some like Mewtwo X-Men metallic shit, like, you know, and, and there's our political seggy. It feels like a, a desperation play, but who am I? <laughs> who am I to say? Oh, well, thank you, Michael. Hold on. <laughs> I love it. Love that's it. A good, that's a good comment. Thank you for that comment, Michael. You're doing well. All should right. We bring on our guest. Yeah. Why don't we, we do that? Um, if you are not familiar with the uh, Gambling Gauchos Twitter account, social account, You've probably seen them. Um, if you follow Too Much Dip, we probably retweeted them because the guy who runs our Twitter feed is a huge tech guy and will we'll take any opportunity to post tech stuff. Uh, this is Kyle from Gambling Gauchos. Let's bring him on to the stream. Kyle, what is up, man? Hey, lads. How are you all? Doing good, man. It is jarring to have that perfect audio. Like, it's just – I know I've already talked about it off air. Man, look good, sound good, pod good. That's that's all they say, right? Do our best. Correct. Well, I yeah, wish we, we were uh, meeting you and calling on uh, your services on a on a less somber week. Um, you know, one where we could uh, just kind of bullshit and talk about like I don't know my lengthy career as a Texas Tech Red Raider. Uh, but I'm glad that uh, you're willing to join us uh, to kind of talk through one of if not one of the most influential coaches of the last 20 to 30 years from a head coaching standpoint obviously you could throw Saban up there and Petrino the the list (laughs) we'll get to him I I was going to go a different route and I was like there's no reason to even go that route sorry Penn State Uh, but yeah okay (laughs) clearly one of the firebrands of of the industry so yeah what's the week been like for you from when you heard the news to all of the work you've had to do uh over the last handful of days yeah uh, i guess before i get into it uh i I didn't know mike leach i never met him but everything i do know about him would lead me to believe he would not want us to be somber about this and so we can keep it lighthearted and fun but um yeah i heard from one of his former players I, I, Saturday or Sunday, you know, basically saying that like it, it wasn't good and that he could use the prayers and everything. And so kind of was prepared for the worst, but um, man, like all corners of college football, uh, even like schools that he didn't coach at conferences, he didn't coach in uh, everybody has a Mike Leach story or memory. And I guess because I'm sort of in the Texas tech bubble kind of didn't realize that other fan bases um, had the same type of appreciation for him. So uh, that that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I think we yeah. could uh, – I don't know. Dylan, Dylan's a Texas fan. Me, I'm a, I'm yeah. a T-shirt Baylor fan. But, like, 
my friend, I lived in Lubbock for a couple of years, got a, a bunch of friends who went to tech. And I think I feel like no one didn't outside of like the James family. I feel like there and, and whoever the Texas tech, uh, I don't know if it was the board of region, whoever the chancellor, whoever didn't want to pay his ass. Uh, I feel like everybody liked Mike Leach. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I was just going to add to that uh, pretty much echo what, what Dave says, like as a Texas fan, uh, you, of course, you you tend to dislike all the coaches around you, especially, you know, those in the state of Texas. Mike Leach was uh, an obvious exception. Uh, impossible guy to not like. Um, and uh, I, I have enjoyed, I mean, it's it's obviously very sad, but I have enjoyed all the uh, the videos and stories that are, that are resurfacing this week. It's been really fun to watch and kind of, walk down memory lane um all the mike leach stuff so that's been that's been fun yeah not to nerd out too hard but he did more to fight sovereign immunity in texas than i feel like anyone has done in a in hundred years which is shocking yeah uh not to get like overly political on here but there was actually a, a candidate for state senate he was like running for the libertarian party and he was a single issue candidate on all it was was about sovereign immunity and the mike leach firing and he didn't win but I mean, yeah, like Mike Leach was getting his platform out there one way or another. Oh, that's awesome. I'll echo the thoughts in terms of the other uh, teams that have shown interest, like knowing that if I'm a Washington State fan, for example, like, you know, he was there, he was successful, he built things up and then left for greener pastures. Like, obviously, that wasn't his departure from OU, so to speak, like as no seagull and head coach. What in the situation from tech? to Washington state. And so Washington state was kind of singular in that fashion of like, he left us to go to the sec. Like you could see someone having some like ill feelings, but they were some of the first ones to like be out there and posting like their gratitude and their memorial. So like, uh, it's just tremendous to see like having been on a team that was coached by Mike Leach for one season and off season and a summer, we talked about this a little bit on Monday, you know, I didn't go into any like personal stores and I'm not going to like dive too deep here because it's, I feel like it would be a disservice to like any of the other players that played with them for an extended period of time or played quarterback around him or anything like that. You know, I could tell you more in depth about the strength co- about Benny Wiley or about Lincoln Riley as like the scout team coach or, you know, my position coach playing defense. But I will say, even with that perspective being, uh, freshman coming in there as like a preferred walk on you're on a team of 115 people, you know, training staff, weightlifting staff, essentially this guy, aside from like the AD and, and like uh, director of football operations, you know, he's in charge of 200 some odd people making the final decisions. And randomly one day, if you know, back when the uh, facility was set up kind of in quadrants, you had like meeting rooms on the back left weight room across from that, locker room and then training room and a huge center corridor. I'm like crisscrossing from one or the other, like going from training room to workout or something. And Mike Leach is like kind of head down, looking at papers, just kind of walking past. And again, being 18 and a half and like not even cracking the top 115 of that 116, you know, roster. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to get where I'm going, shuffle along, maybe nod, hello. And all years. Hey, uh, Ellis, uh, good job uh, coming down on uh, whatever coverage that was yesterday in film, like in whatever segment, like knew it immediately, knew who I was, knew what play was talking about. And you hear about, you know, those Tiger Woods of the world, like people who know like every exact detail of something that occurred, some minute detail, but for him to do that. And then again, 
that's really flimsy to point out, but like, it just shows you how engaged he was and what he did uh, and knowing what that would mean to the people around him. So that was significant. But then being around for the origin of like swing your sword was really, really funny uh, because it came after uh, tech basically had like a $3 million loss. If you want to call it that the year I was there, Texas tech went, I want to say 10 and two regular season and then lost in the cotton bowl in 2005 to Alabama. Um, but one of their losses was to Texas because Texas was, I want to say Vince young year. Maybe I'm doing the yeah. math, right? Um, yeah. in the other loss, they gave up a hundred yards rushing to two running backs and to the quarterback from Oklahoma state. And the next day in that building was absolute hell because Texas was going to be in the BCS championship or whatever championship game. So tech would have risen to whatever bowl that Texas should have been in had they not been in the title game and losing Oklahoma state took them out of that picture completely. So it was just terrible. And the meeting room was just, just dog silent. And he comes in there and brings up this whole, you know, if you're pirates on the board and you're coming out there and you're just moving around with like your little pinwheel sword like this, he's like that, you know, and then kind of, it just spun into this whole thing. Cause there was nothing pirate, you know, related whatsoever associated with the program at that point. Uh, so it was just weird how much that grew and then, you know, became an identity 20 years later or whatever. So cool to have a front row seat, but I mean, you know, I would, would be lying to say like I had the level of intimate detail, like spending five or six or seven years in Lubbock and seeing what that meant years later. So KJ, do you think Urban Meyer, had you walked by him, would have uh, handled that situation the same way? Just curious, your thoughts. <laughs> uh, I can't say that he would have. Uh, I can guarantee he probably wouldn't have tried to kick me. I wouldn't have turned out well for either of us. Uh, but I can say that, like, June Jones, for damn sure, like, equally offensively oriented um, and just as much of a chill-ass bro, if you will, and he would be very comfortable just being like, I won't talk to anybody except for the quarterback within a day and I'll be just happy about it, but he won't be an asshole to anybody either. So you didn't care. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, Kyle, what has it been like, I guess for the position, the program's in right now and something like this happens, do you think things would have been a little bit weirder, like having a year with like David Wells or, you know, heaven forbid, a Tuberville or somewhere where I feel like the program is such in much more disarray than where they are right now. And this happens. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's still, it's a small group of people, but you still have folks that are mad about the leech firing and like demanding that he gets paid some money and stuff like that. Um, but having said that, I mean, Joey McGuire's approval rating is through the roof. And so, yeah, if we're coming off another like four and eight Matt Wells season, Matt Wells, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, it would be brutal right now. But yeah, David Wells is the guy who got drunk and threw a perfect game. Um, <laughs> That's right. Matt, Matt Wells made some decisions that made you wonder, but I don't think he ever showed up to a game in that condition. Um, David Wells yeah. noted trash body, Dylan. <laughs> but that, yeah, that is true, Dave. It would be rough right now if if Mike Leach passed and we were like 13 years after his dismissal and like still didn't have, you know, a winning season in conference play and all that. So thankfully, Joey McGuire kind of um, aided some of that. I made the mistake of uh, going down the wormhole and I I can't even remember the guy's name. Might have even crossed paths by like a few months. Major donor, Cody, what's his last name? Campbell? Campbell. 
Campbell. I didn't realize how online this guy was. Like I've seen the press releases, you know, Cody Campbell, and I just focus on Cody gives $25 million. And I'm like, it'd be real badass to be named Cody and just have 25 million laying around. Um, That's very West Texas. <laughs> like millionaire named Cody. I guess how involved, like contrasting with Texas, how involved do you feel like the booster scene is with tech nowadays? Because that was not a, a non-factor uh, to my knowledge in the past. It definitely seems like it's picked up lately. I mean, um, so so Cody Campbell and Dusty Womble are probably the two most prominent donors. And the um, departed? I'm sorry? Uh, I'm just, I'm bullshit. It just sounds like we were talking about a Texas, a red dirt country band or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it does kind of sound like that. Um, but yeah, so Womble has the the basketball practice facility named after him, and he's going to have the South End Zone facility that they're doing right now named after him. Um, I think I think he's responsible for like two of the three largest gifts ever made, like at one time. And Cody Campbell has the other one. So it's actually Cody Campbell Field now because he gave I think twenty five million last season. Um, so yeah, they have they have a pretty active role. Um, Womble doesn't as much dabble in the NIL stuff, but Cody Campbell and his friends started the the Matador Club deal that pays all of our players scholarship and walk on. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. twenty five hundred a month or something like that. Um, so yeah, they they definitely seem a lot more active, and they're during those other coaching administrations that you mentioned, there didn't seem to be that much donor support or buy in, and so I think McGuire's kind of gotten those guys energized, and uh, definitely seems like there's more money pouring in nowadays. KJ, any of your money going that way? Be honest. You have to tell us. Uh, I don't know. You're not sovereign immune. It won't be my money. It'll be uh, Uncle Joe's money if he ever cuts a damn check. But uh, (laughs) that's the only thing. I'm sending out to West Texas uh, to my my South Plains. uh, uh, It's not even South Plains. Whatever, Great Plains, Linder, or whatever. Um, Last question I do have looking forward, not to ask the David Ruff what's next in 2023 for Texas Tech football, but Dylan is like visibly antsy to get the hell out of the Big 12 representing Texas here. Yeah. What do you feel like Texas Tech's position in the conference is going to look like post uh, OU Texas departure? I think there's going to be a ton of parity in the Big 12. I think if you ask Texas Tech fans, they would tell you that we would have the potential to rise to the top for – you know, all these different reasons. But I think if you asked BYU, UCF, Oklahoma State, Baylor, TCU, they would all tell you the same thing too. And so I'm kind of ready to get rid of Texas and OU. Uh, I guess they bring more money to the conference, but uh, I don't know. I I don't think I'll miss them. And I think the fan base sentiment has sort of trended that direction lately. So they're talking on Twitter about, uh, I guess they're moving up the timeline to 2024, but I'd be fine if the last game ever was this season's and, you know, send them out on a high note and uh, <laughs> they'd never have to go down there again. So adios is my take on it. What is the biggest, how do you, um, let's say you're Joey McGuire, you're, you're recruiting. What is, what is your biggest Lubbock selling point to uh, an 18 year old kid? Cause I, it's my understanding that Nick's is no longer around. Is that true? Uh, yeah. It's, it's like under new management. Uh, Nix is there, but it's got a different name. Um, Mm-mm-mm. and it's a wet county now, so it's like completely, yeah, uh, yeah it's completely uh, changed. Since two, let me fill me in. Is that a strip club or something? I'm, I'm totally unaware. 
No, it's a it's a ball. There was a couple Knicks. There was one south of the loop where I lived, and it's it's just like a big sports bar. And if you drove by it at any given time, there was like eight F two fifties back then. <laughs> like no matter what time, like even if just it was square, like four a.m. Square toe boots, as square toe boots central at Knicks, just just pounding <laughs> wings and drinking drinks. Not Luxor or crystals, because this is uh, sounds like a completely <laughs> different demographic than Luxor and crystals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not to not to circle back on an old yeah. topic, but um, wanted to get Dylan's thoughts on Mike Leach because something we talked about on our podcast was like that he impacted different generations of fans. So like the people who were in school when Mike Leach was here have a certain perspective on him, but like people who graduated in the eighties have sort of a different take. And so I know Dylan is a little bit older than the others. <laughs> like, who got it? who got to you? Do was it Landry? Who got to you? Was it what do you Gark? Mean? One, 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 of, one of these guys. This will only enhance his, his man. <laughs> was like, you started you started that question. I was like, okay, I'm going to give him a really good answer. And then, uh, well played, sir. I'm going to go with Landry that got to you on that one. He's, he he likes to, to poke fun. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't graduate from UT. Like Dave said about his Baylor fandom, I am also a uh, – a t-shirt fan. Uh, I grew up in Austin. That's why I went. My wife. Fan. But um, <laughs> when I when I think of text, I mean to like to give you like an actual answer here, even though I don't know if you that's what you were looking for. We gotta um, get one. When I think of when I think of tech, I think Mike Leach. Like that's like the face of the program for me. Um, and I just I just I picture the um, I, we talked about this in the podcast the other day, like those like 58, 53, just Big Twelve, you know, no defense, just shootouts. Mike Leach on the sideline, just cooking up the next drive. Uh, that That's what I think of. Um, yeah, a lot of fun to watch, obviously. Big, big Mike Leach guy. But they, yeah, Michael Trabtree. To, to make amends yes. for calling you old, Dylan, I'll say that the, that 2008 <laughs> season, um, I know we kind of like ruined y'all's national title hopes, <laughs> but in all seriousness, yes. in all sincerity, I think that the tiebreaker situation was bullcrap. And I think Texas should have gone to the Big 12 title game over OU. And I think they were the best team in the country that year. So I know Tech, well, fans, like, tech fans like to hang their hat on the fact that we kind of ruined y'all's season. But I yeah. think despite the loss, y'all probably should have still been there. Yeah, I mean, so OU was obviously chosen to uh, to move on over Texas. And obviously on a neutral field that year, Texas beat OU. I think the 08 Texas team was better than the 09 Texas team that went on to play for the national championship. Yeah. Um, thank you for saying that. It, it's a nice little consolation prize. Uh, Blake Gideon, my God, cannot stand that guy. Oh, no, you brought it up, not us. Shout out to Garrett no. Gilbert while we're at it. Uh, yeah, my last out. question. Shout out Garrett Gilbert. Anybody my else? last question uh, on Texas Tech real quick is all year long, we've been kind of tracking <laughs> – that's just Michael. <laughs> All year long, we've been kind of tracking the downward or the down. I wouldn't say downfall, but it's gotten worse when it comes to teams rushing the field. And I will uh, fully name drop familiarity with one gap shirt guy, Vince Valdez. Yeah. Uh, I will also say that Tech kind of started the year off on a bad foot, you know, put the year off on a bad note, rushing the field against Dana Holgerson. But. Do you feel that Tech is unquestionably the best at rushing the field? And or do you feel like some other teams need to tap the brakes on when and when not to rush the field? Um, yeah, this is one of those things, like I have my opinion on it. 
and I think they probably shouldn't rush the field, but I also um, like I'm pushing 30. And so I realize that I don't really relate to the youth <laughs> nowadays. And so it's I'm not like, that old, man. You know, if they want to, <laughs> if they want to wear socks and Crocs and storm the field after beating Houston, I guess that's what they're doing nowadays. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of suck. Cause like you want to go celebrate a win over Texas or OU on Twitter and all their fans are just like nice field storm. You idiots. Like congrats on beating three and two Texas. Um, so that, that part kind of, you know, diminishes it some, um, but yeah, I think I think if you storm the field three times in one season, you've probably <laughs> overdone it a little bit. But in their defense, you know, I, I know guys that were in school and like they did not see us beat a Big Twelve opponent other than Kansas at the Jones, and so like they've been starved for something like this, and they probably didn't think when we beat Houston that we were going to beat Texas and OU, and so they kind of shot their water early on that, but. Hopefully, like in future seasons, there's this expectation that you might win some home games and they don't do it like every single time. Uh, but yeah, I, I can acknowledge that's a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> how does, uh, how does that turf? Uh... I was just gonna say, how does how does that turf handle all those square-toed boots just stomping it out every <laughs> every home game, man? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Good ground screw, I guess. <laughs> I, I will skip mine because that's much more appropriate and better. Um, Let's you want to at least talk uh, Bobby Petrino real quick before we do dip picks, David? Just KJ, just go ahead and give us your favorite Bobby Petrino memory. Go ahead. Uh, the press conference is everyone's favorite. Uh, maybe his seven days in Atlanta. But I will say my only personal note here is um, a coworker of mine, someone I've known for, I don't know, over a decade, is married to uh, like the associate AD at UNLV. And I know from many conversations with her. Uh, they, they were previously at a place where Dana Holgerson was employed and she can't stand him. I'm like waiting to fire off the text. Like, Oh, you thought you had a fucking, you know, Fox in the hen house with uh, old Dana as your head coach. Like now you've got Bobby Petrino on staff. Like what is going on here uh, in Vegas? Yeah. So just looking for in him Vegas. at the Cosmo uh, soon. My my favorite Petrino memory uh, is is yet to come. Now now that he's uh, in Vegas, Las Vegas, Sin City, I think we're, we're gonna something something's gonna happen with this guy that's gonna outdo everything he's done in the past, and I can't wait for it. I was hoping the rumors of uh, him ending up in College Station were gonna be true because I was I was seeing a little bit of that because um, he is a, he's objectively a good offensive mind. Um. You know, and that's yeah. kind of where it starts and stops. And a bad motorcycle yeah. driver. Yeah, made the made the mistake of doing a press conference with a neck brace, which is just you never want to do it. <laughs> just don't do it. Don't you don't have to go out there. Just issue a statement. You have a lawyer. <laughs> Did y'all see this tweet? It's like a gif of that uh, evil Knievel <laughs> jump the motorcycle yeah. in Vegas. And it was like Bobby yeah. Petrino <laughs> riding in, in Las Vegas. I don't know if you'll be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. My, my least favorite, uh, like, like the Bellagio <laughs> Fountain or something. Oh, I think my, my least favorite writer, uh, Breck McMurphy, uh, called that shot a, a decade ago about Bobby Trino uh, uh, doing a motorcycle jump in Vegas, and, and was happy to yeah. quote tweet himself today on that. So I'll at least hat hat tip my cap there. All right, let's sure. uh, let's get to what we all have Game. been waiting for, especially. David, I know you're thrilled and excited about this moment as we roll into dip picks. So while I'm pulling up my screen, 
Um, why don't y'all just talk about sports or something real quick? Um, I got some uh, NARP on Twitter coming at me about my uh, my claim that I that I can throw a football fifty yards like like Will Levis can. Just a total dork. Sorry, fifty ever, yards. Have y'all ever like timed your forty yard dash in adulthood? I'm so glad you uh, asked yeah. this question. I saw that in the actually, bio, and a, I thought that was appropriate. There's Go a ahead. video of Dave doing it actually. If you want to, we can we can probably find that. that I was flirting. I was flirting with sub five, flirting with it, but it was a slow mm, track. No. It was actually wet yeah. grass, and then I ate shit. Was it wind aided or uh, wind uh, crosswind? That yeah, day. a little left okay. to right, <laughs> wind neutral. Yeah, I was talking a lot of noise about being able to run a sub five uh, forty because I remember being timed at like five one in middle school, and I was like, surely I could race a middle schooler and and win, and I came in at five point zero one. And then I was tired because I don't run. And so, like, 40 yards is all it took. And so I was like, all right, I'll just tap out there and say that I can, like, basically run a sub 540. Yeah. Well, it's it's timely that you, that you brought it up because the bet payoff we have for this year's dip picks is uh, I'm forgetting what the details are, but I know at least the loser and anyone who loses to the guest has to participate in a combine. And the too much dip combine, wash media combine, we'll find a name. Um, and that will definitely include a 40 yard dash. Uh, I actually have time edged out in the month of March to be physically present for this event, hopefully not participating, but it seems like a possibility as, uh, David has been on a keto regimen, a real deep at a stretch game. It's likely to happen mm-hmm. picking at 36% on the year. I'm Dylan's ready. actually one game up on me, uh, in the year I mentioned on Monday, we were tied. You actually have 81. So let's dive in. Tonight's game, uh, Niners at Seahawks. Seahawks are uh, getting three and a half at home. David. Give me the Seahawks at home. What a we were talking before the show how this the NFL slate, there's nothing about it this week that that excites us. No, and kicking off with it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's the Brock Purdy show. It it comes to an end tonight. Dylan. I agree with Dave here. I'm a big Geno guy. I think Seahawks cover this. Uh, people often forget uh, the one and only NFL game regular season that I've attended is a Thursday night game in Seattle. Uh, I will go with the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, no. I guess I'll just fade the three of you and take 49ers just to be different. I love that. It's a love good it. play. Smart. I like it. No matter uh, what, unless you, lo- unless you lose every game, you won't be the worst guest picker we've ever had. <laughs> okay. I'll try. I think we've had somebody only get one or two right uh, from a guest spot. So uh, let's go Roadrunners, UTSA versus Troy in the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, which I think is somewhere in Florida tomorrow afternoon. Troy's favored by one. Dylan. I have not seen Troy play this year, full disclosure. I have seen UTSA play in that. They're not bad. I'm going to go UTSA here. I unfortunately have because I picked them to uh, not cover like a 19-point spread in their conference title game, and they did. Uh, I'm going to take Troy. Wow. Um, I think it's borderline disrespectful that they're actually giving a point to the fighting Jeff trailers. So give me Roadrunners plus one. He can coach. That is true. David. Um, yeah, they're like, what, 45 minutes away from us. And I feel like they've got a good fan base. Uh, 
I don't know how well they travel, but I am going to ride with the Roadrunners, UTSA. Yeah, I should have said future Texas head coach Jeff Trailer. Mm. <laughs> Possibly. Mm. On that note, and I don't want to dwell too much, but Mississippi State's decision to promote the DC to head coach that quickly, I get it. You've got to do some sort of stabilization, but I don't think giving an SEC job away to somebody who was present when I was throwing up in uh, Hank Baskett's house and a, a visit to the University of New Mexico. Uh, I don't know that that's the right move. That's me just name dropping people all upset. But uh, wow. story. I feel like he's going to be out in a year or two. That's just that's a weird, weird move by them. Incarnate Ward at North Dakota State FCS semifinals. <laughs> hey, calm down, Ethan. <laughs> Somebody didn't get accepted to UTSA. <laughs> uh, give me North Dakota. Actually, Give me the word. Incarnate Word's uh, quarterfinal game was quite a spectacle. They'll probably lose. I'll probably get this wrong, but I'll stick with UIW here. Kyle. Yeah, so uh, former Mike Leach wide receiver Eric Morris used to be the head coach at Incarnate Word, and I can't live with the idea that they're better off without him, and so give me the Bison minus nine and a half. Oh, Emo, now head coach at UNT. I forgot to mention that yeah. as well. Mean Green. Um, David. Um, let me flex a little knowledge. We've got uh, down at San Marcos, we got the great G.J. Kenny going to come uh, turn the program around. Formerly coach at Incarnate Word. Uh, I'm going to ride with Incarnate Word. That's all I can tell you about that. And G.J. Kenny, that and the fact that he looks like Tim Robinson. But, yeah, give me Incarnate Word. Dylan. I don't know much about these two teams, but I do know that North Dakota State is uh, in the natty pretty much every year, so I assume they're going to dismantle anyone that's in front of them. I got them to cover this nine and a half. Not a bad pick. Florida, Oregon State. Davids might be sneaky, entertaining to watch. Team of the year is uh, favored by 10 in uh, the Las Vegas Bowl, and I believe that's because we do not have Florida's quarterback playing, Anthony Richardson, I don't think is playing, but I could be wrong. Whatever. Kyle, you're up. I think the Beavers are not used to a spot like this where they're favored by 10 versus an SEC squad. You have to think even with some opt-outs that Florida is more talented. And so I'll go with the Gators plus 10. Oh, I don't know what the hell I just typed there. Uh, David. I just read a headline that said, Gators QB Jack Miller locked in more than ever ahead of first career start. Yeah, you love well, the quarterback. <laughs> that's that what you Jack and got arrested. Anyways, go ahead. That's uh okay. That's what you want to hear. Uh, that being said, <laughs> <He's all> um, <laughs> I don't think I they knew that when they set the line. I know they were like, "This dude's definitely not locked in." <laughs> yeah. and now they're like, "Oh shit!" Uh, <laughs> uh, give me Florida. Give me Florida getting ten. Keep it close. It's a bowl game. I mean, Dylan. Oh man. Uh, I don't have a good feel for this one. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna fake the Vegas Kyle ball, baby. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I'm. I, I'm gonna fake Kyle. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Oregon State. That's You're fair. so money. <laughs> Give me uh, Florida so because I think Oregon fake. State's quarterback uh, entered the portal, and I don't think he's one of those that's in the portal and playing. Uh, give me Montana or Montana State at South Dakota State, the other FCS semifinal. Uh, Jackrabbits are favored by five and a half. Uh, Dylan. Or David, I'm sorry. Mm, I'm looking at the, uh, the picks I made in my Pick'em League. And uh, it says here I took South Dakota State. That's the game we're picking, right? 
Yeah, this is a game that I will watch if I am by a television Saturday at three. Uh, maybe not actually. We've got we got high school football, but either way, give me San Diego or whatever the fuck team that is. I don't care. <laughs> Bill, I don't uh, I don't follow FCS too closely, but my gosh, the no Dakotas way. have an absolute stranglehold. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, God, the, the battle of the Dakotas. This is going to be exciting. Yeah, I got I have South Dakota for that exact reason and no other reason. Uh, yeah, give me the Jackrabbits here. Um. I will be watching SMU dismantle future Big 12 opponent BYU in the Albuquerque Bowl at that time, but I will be taking San Diego State or South Dakota State. I did too. Kyle? Yeah, I've watched a lot of both of these squads this year, and I think the five-and-a-half number, (laughs) Vegas is begging you to take the Jackrabbits, so give me Montana State plus five-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. There it is. I like it. Okay, we have a questionably okay slate of – football games from the NFL on Saturday as well. One of which is Saturday night Dolphins at the Bills. Bills are now favored only by seven. Uh, Dylan. Yeah, I think the the Dolphins are on BF watch here. Um, I got the Bills <laughs> kind of running away with this one. Oh, man. Bad football watch. Uh, yeah. give, me, give me the Dolphins. Uh yeah, I'll give them the I'll call them the Dolphs. I can't type. Wow. <laughs> I don't like the flying Hawaiian going to Buffalo and playing this game outdoors. So and he didn't look good in a dome uh last weekend, so or on Monday night football. So give me the Bills minus seven. Damn it. I didn't take it. I didn't take weather into account. Great okay. point. David. You want that Saturday forecast? It ain't good because I, it is snowy as F right now in Madison. <laughs> high of 32, low of 26. And uh, KJ, it's looking like, are you going to be up there for Christmas? Because it's uh, it's going to be cold, my guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting a single digis next next week. I feel like I'm in high school all over again. Okay. Uh, who are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't know. Every You guys had some really <laughs> compelling reasoning on why I should take the Bills. Uh, but I'm just—I gotta fade the guest. I gotta make up some ground here. Uh, big footy lads, we'll take this as a pick'em. Argentina, France. Uh, who's up? Uh, I think this is me first. Um, yeah, give me hot ass Giroud in France. Wow. Uh, so yeah. a little bit of history knowledge for y'all. In 1978, Argentina hosted the World Cup. And their mascot that year was this little boy soccer player, and he was called El Gauchito. And so as a gaucho myself, I'm going to have to go with the Argentinian side on this one. I like it. I, I do that. remember that. I do. Dylan, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> David. Uh-huh. Um, give me France to uh, completely just ruin the, uh, the legacy of uh, – Messy. And, you know, Will would want it this way. I think Will said he's watching. So, yes, give me France, Mbappe. Look, I'm naming players. I'm clearly into footy. Breaking news. Will will be watching the World Cup final. Uh, Dylan. People keep talking about the the, the passing of the GOAT status from uh, Messi to Mbappe. Uh, But the old man still got a few tricks up his sleeve on this one. I got Argentina. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) It's like some solidarity there from Dylan. 
Oh, he's told right. you at the, at Thank the you, meeting. Kyle. Uh, I'm never having Kyle back on, by the way. Kyle's done here. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was the case. Uh, let's in. see. <laughs> Sunday at noon, Cowboys, Jags. This probably doesn't even belong on here, but I added it anyway because the Jaguars are uh, going to fuck shit up. I'll even hop in and just say I'm taking the Jags plus four. Um, how? Yeah, the Jags have looked good lately. I'm going to go emotional hedge because I'm in a Discord server with a lot of Cowboys fans, and so I'll take Cowboys minus four and, and hope that they maybe don't quite play that well. All right, I don't have to add that, I guess. Uh, David. Um, wishful thinking, but I'm feeling a bounce-back game from the uh, offense from Dak after just what was an embarrassment, as we discussed. Uh, give me the Cowboys. Uh, this should be high scoring, though. We'll see. I'm on the Cowboys for one simple reason, and that reason is the Jaguars stink, baby. Oh, nobody wants to hear that mess. Whoa, dude. Uh, hey, Bengals. Come on, guys. <laughs> Bengals, Bucks. Bucks are uh, getting three and a half at home Sunday afternoon. Kyle, I think you're up here. Yeah, the, the Bucks are terrible, and the Bengals are on a roll lately. So I'll take Joe Burrow and the Bengals minus three and a half. Have a day. Yeah, the Bucks are an absolute disgrace right now. Terrible team. Um, you talk about the Cowboys offense looking bad. Woof. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, Brady is cooked, and uh, Burrow starting to get it cooking. That was a really bad sentence I just made right there. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the Bengals. Uh, I'm just going to take the Bucks to fade, but I don't disagree. I think this uh, helps put the Falcons in the position to make Desmond Ritter a playoff quarterback. Uh, Giants Commanders Sunday Night Football. Uh, this has a lot of playoff implications. It will matter. Uh, NFC East, not so much, but wild card for sure. David. Uh, give me the New York Football Giants. Don't. I don't really care. I mean, this is just – I don't care. Yeah, this this line feels a little high to me. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a field goal game. Um, I got I got the Giants here. Uh, give me Heineke man to buy some real generic Jordans in blue and red after this. So, Commanders. <laughs> this Ow. this number is hideous. I feel like I cannot win this bet. Um, but, yeah, I'm not a believer in the Giants, so I'll, I'll trail you and take Commanders minus four and a half. But I, I feel terrible about it. All right. So let's wrap things up with our big boy stacks. Who has one ready? I got, I got one ready. Go ahead. Uh, we, we mentioned the, the weather situation in Buffalo, the uh, Dolphins struggling as of late. Um, I think it's going to be a, a fairly low-scoring game. The over-under is 44 points. And uh, I'm taking the under in that game. Um, BF, MI, under 44. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's how you abbreviate Buffalo and Miami. Um, David, <laughs> you have yours? Getting big. Thank you, Thank you Ethan. Uh, no, I'm not taking the I, – I am privately taking the Panthers, but I will not – I. I'm not going to 
I'm we'll allow take you to take it straight line. up. We'll take. We'll offer that as an uh, available take. Do it, Dave. Take Look how Duncanville far behind you are. Just take it. straight up. Give me the Panthers of Duncanville finally getting over the hump, taking down North Shore. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Does that going to feel good? Does that like compromise the integrity of the game at the high school level? Making a a play on that. <laughs> this is all hypothetical. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Bill or David won't be on the sideline that we know of this time. So who knows? Uh, Kyle, do you have yeah, yours? Far away from that. Yeah. Um, so interesting NFL schedule. There's some Saturday games. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are alone on Saturday at noon. And nobody ever mm. lost money betting against Kirk Cousins in primetime. So give me Colts plus four. Colts plus four. Wow. Okay. I like it. I like it. I don't know which button is which. Okay, also, Saturday afternoon, I've already talked about it. SMU will be in Albuquerque playing BYU. Uh, SMU's favored by four here, um, but what they're not talking about is that I don't think SMU's going to cover that. Rasheed Rice is not playing. He's rightfully preparing for the draft. Uh, We will win, but it will be a um, necessary late come-from-behind win. Uh, Give me BYU plus four. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I like it. Where can the uh, good people find you, Kyle? Yeah, we're all over. Uh, our handles on everything is at Gambling Gauchos. Uh, like you said, mostly a Texas Tech podcast, but we talk Big 12 and some other stuff. So uh, any listeners that might want to partake, we do about two episodes a week, uh, putting out more stuff on YouTube as well. So we'd love to have everybody join us uh, wherever they can find us. Kyle, I've, I've reached my quota for Texas Tech content on the TL. I follow way too many oh, Raiders. Okay. Having said that, I'm still going to give you the follow. Wow. That. That's big. That. Dylan doesn't follow big just time. anybody. That's good. That's if right. anything, you, that, that will give you capacity know. to get rid of the Aztec guy. I think that's what she can like rightfully do <laughs> if you hadn't already. He's He's been muted since uh, the Texas uh, Tech game <laughs> oh, this no. year. So, and I have no plans to unmute him anytime soon. <laughs> hey, Especially now with the Chris I... Beard stuff going on. Kyle, <laughs> can you answer this real quick? Has anybody you know or you yourself considered getting some sort of pirate tattoo and tribute? Because I feel like I would do that if I was a, a Red Raider fan. I, I mean, if anybody would consider it, it's probably Astat guy. But yeah, uh, makes yeah sense. I, I know at least a couple people with a cactus tattoo. And so I'm sure there's going to be a pirate tattoo of some sort in the works. Okay, good. Just yeah. I like I want to put that out there. Yeah, Send I Dylan mean, picks if y'all get them. As somebody who went to law school at Texas Tech, are you considering that for yourself? Uh, no, no. That's famous. Just, I just lived there. Okay. <laughs> Landry had that backward. Just tortilla with a tortilla on a scale there. For, yeah. That's... Uh... <laughs> Anyhow, let's uh, let's get out of here. Really appreciate uh, your time, Kyle. Phenomenal work. Yeah, Phenomenal thanks, internet connection. Just great all around. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. With that said hell out of here. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip.